I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh my gosh! It is the first Tuesday episode ever on The Real Brian Show. What are we going to do? Oh my gosh, is this for real? <laughs> The answer is yes, Bob. It is for real. Anything goes. And we are going to nerd out today because the Night Fox just could not stay away from you. You know, we're going to rock it. Hello there. I am the real Brian. And I am the Night Fox. Thanks for joining us. What's happening, man? Mm, life. Life. Yeah. No. The life. And it's Tuesday. This is crazy. It is Tuesday. This is like a famous movie night here, you know, in the uh, the real Brian land or the Night Fox land, whatever, because, you know, movies movies are cheap on, on Tuesday nights. I mean, it makes it exciting. It's, it's really cool. Plus, you get the uh, luxurious seats to sit at. Oh, yeah. Nice and reclined. I'm going to bring a blanket and a pillow. Yeah. Old bag of popcorn, some M&M's, kick back, relax, and fall asleep. Nice. I love it. We're going to make it happen. Hmm. All right, dude. So uh, today we're going to talk about a lot of things, man. We, we uh, man, we are so excited. There's so much to discuss today. I don't even know how we're going to start, uh, but I do know one thing here that I just must say. I'm your huckleberry. Seriously, that is what this show is all about. I is your huckleberry. I got two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> we're going to have some fun, man. Why, Johnny Tyler. I know. Let's have a spelling contest. <laughs> we need more lemon pledge. Night Fox, we love you. <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh. So thanks for being here, man. I'm I'm excited. You, I think, have been harassing me the most about Stranger Things. And I know CJ Thunder has, and there have been some other people that have said, What? You didn't like the show? And I never said I didn't like it. I just said I wasn't drawn into it as much as other people. But are you watching it now? Yeah. And? And I finished it. And? Because I had some time. And? And so here's the deal. Let me let me give you a little bit of the thing And here. then? And? <laughs> let me tell you my thoughts. I think I, it was so funny. I was talking to another friend of mine who said I, I he got, I think, three or four episodes in, which is right about where I stopped. And he said there were some characters he didn't like, but he especially, especially, especially mentioned that he didn't like Winona Ryder's character. And I thought, yeah, that's what it is. I think it's her that was driving me crazy. Every time she'd get on and get all like weepy, which I totally get, like obviously, and especially you being a father, you know, your kid's missing. You're going to freak out. Um, It wasn't that. It was just the character itself was really annoying to me. And that the first three episodes are primarily centered around her character. What annoyed you about her? I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was just something something weird about maybe she was too melodramatic. Maybe the acting was actually over the she top. She didn't have a drive to get up and do anything? Not necessarily because I thought she was pretty passionate. It just annoyed me. I think that was the best way to put it. But, you know, there were some other characters I loved. I loved the kids, actually. I was thinking like, dude, I was one of those kids. I was like that kind of kid out on my bike. And yeah, it was awesome. I think the other thing that I didn't like about the show is that it it took a little too long to get to the point sort of thing. So that maybe is what but now your vest capture me. And then I got in once it hit, I think, episode four towards the end of episode four. I thought, oh, wait a minute. 
something's developing here. Episodes five through eight were awesome. I loved them. I think one through four were kind of like, all right, all right. I know they had to develop the characters. Most most shows start out though. Yeah. They're slow and you lose a lot of interest, but I did like it. And the nice little ending, I won't, I won't give it away in case anyone hasn't seen it, but the ending did surprise me a little bit, which I liked. And I thought, Oh, Yep, leaving it open for number two. So now you're vested. And now you're going to watch season two. See, I liked, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I want, here's the thing. I, I've been told this as a podcaster, and I know I'm not the best at this. I'm still getting to, to learn this myself. But get in, get to the point, and get out. Get to the point a little bit faster. The development is awesome, but it took a little long, it felt to me anyway. And Baby again, maybe steps I'm are out of the way now. Yeah, now they can just rock it. Now they can just run yeah run oh man but in in all ways overall i did like it good and i liked the last episode a lot good. and i wow. love the uh the sheriff man <laughs> he's pretty cool <laughs> so tell me how you how was your weekend dude this was uh this was good so let's see well two weekends back had to go to fresno which we didn't get a chance to talk about last week over memorial day going to see my great uncle Mm-hmm. and uh he unfortunately does not have long to live i know uh i've mentioned this in the facebook group community but it's good it's a you know it's a good thing in the sense of that he's had a long life a full life it's just kind of the way it is i think he's ready to go he even said that so our hope is that it's as painless as possible and as quick as possible for sure. his sake but it was really good because i didn't get to go out and see my great aunt before she died so you know we didn't get to say goodbye to her or anything but we did get a chance to go out spend some time with him, say goodbye, see, you know, the rest of the family, the cousins and that kind of thing. So that was really good. Oh man, I'll tell you what, uh, it's very interesting what I hear from people around like Colorado and other states. They talk about California, but then when you actually go out there and hear from Californians directly, it's a little bit different of a story. They have a different point of view than those of us who don't live in the state. Do they ride on the 405? That's right. And the 405. <laughs> but see, we have a different, like everybody out there said, oh, you're from Colorado. So are you a pot smoker? <laughs> I was like, Seriously? But see, that's the thing. The perception of Coloradoans outside of Colorado is that pot. everybody smokes pot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know anyone that smokes pot here in Colorado. What's pot? Yeah, exactly. It's like we, none of us care about it. A little bit of an education. Right. When I went to Taiwan, everybody thought that America was like downtown New York. Really? It was opulent. Everybody was rich. It was like high rises everywhere. It was fancy. Everybody had, you know, like. Well, that's what they're used to. No, that's what they thought America was. And I thought, no. And then when I when I explained that, they said something like, have you ever been to New York? And at the time, I had not. And they said, well, why wouldn't you go to New York? Like, how come you haven't been there? And I said, it's quite a trip to get there. And they're like, how far? Well, you got to understand that the size of Taiwan is about a quarter to a third of the size of Colorado. Mm -hmm. But there's 23 million people, at least again, last I checked in that little tiny Island of Taiwan. And we only have like a few million in the entire state of Colorado. So for me to explain the size of Colorado to them just didn't register 24 million people in Taiwan. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing but mass buildings and everybody goes up. I know straight up. Yeah. Matt, big mass population buildings and yeah, that's probably what they think the rest of the world is is supposed to look like. Well, no, I think it's because the the what they see of America. I mean, look at all the movies that are out right now. It's always filmed in New York. Everything. New York, New York, New York, New York. So that's what people think. Yeah. America is New York. Yeah. It's interesting. So when I explain Colorado, they're kind of like, huh? 
it's summer, man. It's summer here in, well, is it? A, it's not officially summer, but it's basically summer here in Colorado. How 80, was your weekend? 82 degrees. Or the last couple of weekends? Well, you know, uh, Memorial Day weekend was uh, a lot of time spent with the family. Went out eastern part of Colorado, hung out. See any tornadoes? Mm, actually, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> as soon as we got out there, it started spawning. Uh, there were two massive tornadoes and, wow. and big storms rolling through. Do you chase them? Uh, no. The tornadoes? No. Uh-huh. They chase me. <laughs> so you have to go underground? I'm a little scared of tornadoes. Yeah. Do you guys have to go down to the cell, cellular, cellular, the cellular We go down to the storage. cellular place. <laughs> you go down that cellular storage down. Is that what you're going Well, in? you know, at the in the basement of my parents' house, they live in an old 1700, no, I'm kidding, like an early 1900s house, but they've got an old coal room in the basement. Really? Where they used to stock all their coal to heat up for the furnace for the whole house so yeah that's that's like their little fallout shelter was it like in titanic when the slaves were like shoveling coal in to keep the house warm oh my gosh <laughs> no. I, i'm just asking like if it was that was the On 1900s the man okay so they had an old coal room mm-hmm. which no longer actually works no you just i mean there was a chute so you could stand outside and throw the coal down through the chute into this Sweet. room yeah. So the chute is for when there's a tornado, you slide down the chute no. and into the... Okay, no, you just walk work. down the... No, oh, you okay. just walk down no. the stairs. Would you like some lemon pledge? <laughs> Did a little four-wheeling. Got a little crazy with that. I definitely... Still feeling sore. I feel a lot older than 30 years old right now, I'll tell you that much. Wow. And, so, uh, four-wheelers. Yeah. What kind of four-wheeler? Like, I don't really know them, but like, I'm just curious. Like banshee four-wheelers. So is this like sand dune baja okay not not the ones that you load up all your hunting gear and go up into the mountains with these ones go like 60 miles an hour is this like the one in napoleon dynamite when his grandmother's on the sand dunes and she jumps the sand dune and flies off yes awesome yes <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so you go four wheel I, I didn't know that uh jason had those no my little brother's got uh a friend that's got a couple of them um, but now i'm hooked so connections i'm, I'm looking nice yes very cool man yes so that's cool See, my know, passion changes from week to week well that's why it's we that's why we have the show man some days it's video games some days it's movies some days it's family <laughs> <laughs> um excuse me family you're not my passion this week so you're taking a break own. i'm going i'm over here okay, yeah goodbye. now we went four-wheeling for about six and a half hours mm. uh, that's awesome man yeah see i love that that's it's, it goes back to what do we nerd out about because I we nerd out about so many different things man it's crazy there's not one thing to nerd out about no I mean you only get one life live your life to the fullest yeah so true man nerd out about anything and everything you want it's good man living life and exploring new things and see maybe maybe tornado chasing will become a passion of yours because I'll, I'll join you listen I tried it did you really no I didn't really no. try it I mean I recorded a a tornado out of my grandmother's house. Yeah. I sent it into the, the local news stations and then so did my dad as well. They decided to use his instead of mine, even though it was the same shot. So I gave up. Well then <laughs> they played favorites. Fine. Screw you. Nine news. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, dude. Okay. So I got to tell you about this. Uh, when we went to, when we went to California, we get on the shuttle from, you know, we park our car in a certain parking lot and then they shuttle you to the airport and everything. We get on the shuttle and this guy gets on and he's like, woo, all right. How y'all doing? It's Memorial Day weekend. Woo. And everybody's like, um, and he's like, man, only in America do we get to travel on the weekends and do what we want. And I thought, 
holy cow, this guy's got a point. And then he just kept going, how are you, sir? And he's like, hey, kid, how are you doing? And just kept just exuding joy. And he was loud and he was awesome. What state? California. (laughs) But we went to California. And uh, man, I just thought, dude, that is an example. Remember what I was talking about? Smile at somebody and see if they smile back. Whether they're salty or sweet. That was great. Everybody actually responded pretty well. It lit the tram up. Have you ever uh, just driven down the road and waved at people just yeah. to see if they'll wave back? You usually get flipped off. Or you get the bird. Yeah. And then you a- just smile back. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I did have somebody uh, on the way to the airport when I was, I, I was, I didn't respond well. He cut me well, it was. It's a law. I'm not even going to go there, but let's just say I'm not proud of my response. But I thought, you know what I should have done? <laughs> I should have honked back and waved and, and blew kisses and, you know, like, oh, that would have gone over smoothly. I think it would have been. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that would have worked. Man, well. I'll tell you. The traffic department cannot keep up with the rising amount of people that are coming here. Yeah. 200,000 people moved to Colorado last year. We legalized pot. Come on. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> California, Colorado is all about pot. That's right. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at somebody wrong on the interstate and you're going straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that person honked. He must love Jesus. That's I think it's. Hi. It's an interesting state to live in, but I do love... I, I will tell you this. As much as I've traveled around now, I have not been to Hawaii or Fiji or any of those beautiful locations, you know, recently. I haven't either. Or uh, I guess ever. I've been to Mexico. Mexico. I've, that's a cool place. But I will say then the locations I've been recently, even though some of them are nice and I still do, you know, I, I've got roots in Fresno. I love Fresno in many ways, but there are... It's, it's just like, man, you get back to Colorado and you're like, I am thankful I live here. Mm-hmm. I take this place for granted sometimes. Yeah, and then you say, oh, man, I can't wait to get out of here. Just need a break. And then you go somewhere else, and you come back, and you go, oh, man. You're gone for like four days, and you're like, I am ready to go home. I I love traveling, but, man, sometimes you just go, yeah. CJ Thunder warned me about the, uh, you know, the gangs in, in Fresno. Granted, we were not in that part. We were in a different area that was a little, I didn't see anything. But actually, it was kind of funny. One of the cars right outside the window of uh, my cousin's house we were staying in, even though it's a nice neighborhood, got broken into one night. We were there police were running around what's going on you know it's sad to see that you know but all we have to do is go about 45 minutes east and uh <laughs> we've got some serious gangs too so oh. oh man you never know there's a pizza place there you know me and pizza mm-hmm. and uh me and ed's mm-hmm. if anyone's ever heard of me and ed's pizza it started i think it started in fresno 1950 something 51 or something like that and uh, my parents went there when they were in college and they always used to talk about me and Ed's pizza. And for the first time in my entire life, I decided to try it. It was good. What about round table? I've never been there. Ooh. Yeah. That's huge. Huge. Yeah. They bring you out a, a pizza as big as your table. Mm. Oh, <laughs> dude, what are we doing here right now? Let's go get some pizza, man. Bye guys. I'm hungry. I didn't even have lunch today. Wait, see ya on Friday. We're going to talk about the new pirates movie. And then of course, wonder woman's coming out. We're going to talk about all this stuff, but I have to share with you something very, very important here because, you know, this movie came out recently and I know Cameron, how much uh, you were excited to go see it. Baywatch. Oh, I mean, you were just like, man, I watched the TV show episode by episode four times over. Right. I mean, and just you, I know how much you love David Hasselhoff and, and all you're so <laughs> full of crap right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever even seen Baywatch? Oh, no, uh, no. <laughs> I think I, I never saw, cared to. 
I think I saw maybe three episodes and I'm like, this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. <laughs> so when I saw the movies coming out, I'm going, really? But it's The Rock. Doesn't I'll definitely matter. give it a try just because no. The Rock's in it. No. I well, love his humor. It has not gotten good reviews. In fact, everybody's been like, this movie sucks. It's you know really what, though? bad. There's been a lot of movies that I've watched that I've really enjoyed that have had piss poor reviews. What do you think of when you see Baywatch? Me, it's that. Yeah. Boing, boing, boing. You know, The Rock. Boing. So I saw this review on IMDb. Because I usually go on and say, okay, what's everybody talking about? This is going to be kind of funny. And usually everybody's comments are, you know, this is this is it, right? And eh, the movie's okay. I can't believe it. Or, eh, it was all right. It was a popcorn flick or this movie sucked. This is the review that I read. I have to read this for you. Best movie since Star Wars Episode 3. 10 out of 10. I waited for 79 days outside my local theater to see this movie. Baywatch exceeded my expectations in many, many ways. I thought going in that I would be amazed with the story and, and I wasn't disappointed. I stayed in the theater for the whole day watching the movie over and over again. I felt the popcorn was a little dry, however. Seating arrangements were tight, as well as the ambiance of the uh, theater. Some idiot was on their cell phone. That was annoying. But overall, the Baywatch experience was in accordance with the trailers that I watched. The Rock could garner an Oscar for his role. And Zach, man, solid, solid performances. And the cameo from President Rump was equally surprising and overbearing. (laughs) I hope they were joking around. (laughs) best movie since episode three come on for 79 days in line at the theater wow that's commitment Mm. are do you have any interest in seeing wonder woman of course so i i brought this up to a friend of mine i have any crush well yeah (laughs) Mm. i i talked to a friend of mine and i said hey we're gonna go see some movies you want to join us because it's been a while yeah what you going to see like wonder woman he's like what what essentially saying that it wasn't manly enough for him I won't repeat what he said. Initial reviews are saying it's fantastic. I bet it is. It better be. Dude, my, my daughter got these fidget spinners for her birthday. They're those things that you hold in between your fingers and you flick it and it just goes on forever. Uh, I've never even heard of these things. I watched a video of some guy playing the guitar with one of these fidget spinners. And if you thought Santana could really lay it down. Man. Pack a fidget spinner. Really? Go to town. So it makes noise. No. Oh, it's just like a bearing. You flick it. And it... Oh, that's cool. I'll show you later. Okay. Do you have it with you? No. Oh, well, she'd get mad if I took it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Dad. Don't worry about it. Where's my fidgets? No, no. <laughs> it's for a show. Trust me. I don't care. Uh, how about music? I mean, oh, yeah. The highlight lately has been centered around Chris Cornell. Yeah. From Soundgarden. That's sad, man. Rest in peace. Black hole sun. Won't you come? See, I, I can't <laughs> sing. Man, I liked... I, I don't really know much about Soundgarden, much beyond that song and maybe one other. Dang, that was a good song. Mm-hmm. No, they were a good, a good band. They were a really good band. Yeah. Well, should we take a moment of silence for Chris? Okay. Okay, good. So, you know the band Muse? Yes, there, I believe, is a new song. Is this? I think this is brand new, right? Um, yeah, Dig Down is a brand new song from Muse. Came out two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, fantastic. I love Muse. They're talented. Oh, I love Muse, too. It's one of the things that I... I, I man, you know, you, you hear these bands and you're just going, okay, they're musicians. So they did a... It's brand new, called Dig Down. And then I actually had never heard this song, if you can believe this this other one. But one of the guys at Game Night... Supermassive Black Hole? Uh, Knights of Cydonia. Oh, that's a... Oh, 
I know. I'd never heard I it. Used you to play be- that on guitars. Oh man. Uh, 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 what's the game? Uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. I can't believe I'd never heard it. I was just kind of like, where have I been all this time? But man, that song is amazing. That song is fantastic. But it's an old song. So a supermassive black hole. But check out Dig Down. Dig Down. Brand new. Anyway, there you go. Word. All right, man. I love music. Oh, gosh, I love music. I. It was, speaking of this, so my cousins are highly into classical music. And it was so funny because I. Like Bach and yeah. Mozart. And I've been trained in classical, so I know most of those. But, you know, I love classical, but I also love stuff like Muse, for example, and sure. Soundgarden, like sure. we were talking about. So I, that's, again, going back to what's my new favorite, you know, genre of the week kind of thing. I, I really do change music all over the place. The only thing I don't get into is country, but I'm, I will I'm, tell you. I'm music ADD too. Yeah, it's amazing. But I, I can't like, even oh, yeah, listen through a full song before I click next. <laughs> You're a skipper too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do. Pandora doesn't like me too much. I, I'm always like, hey, sir, check out this song. 30 seconds in. Okay, check out this song. Uh-huh. 30 seconds in. Okay, check out this. She's like, oh, okay, enough. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my wife hates it when I have control of the radio in the car. It's so good. I can never listen to a full song ever. I get bored after probably 50% of the way through. Let's go next. So do you do that with, with TV shows or anything like that? Yes. Okay. You do too. (laughs) So we've been watching the voice lately. Oh yeah. I got tired of listening to all of the, for lack of better words, the sob stories that came from everybody when they're being introduced. So click, 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 click until they start singing as soon as they're done, I'd click through the rest. Don't even wait for the judges to speak. I just want to hear them sing, get yep. done, and move on to the next thing. And find out who wins. Yeah, we skipped all the way through. Yep. It, it just gets boring. You know, I did that with, was it Biggest Loser, I think, where I got on and I thought, oh, this show seems interesting. And, and I do love that, you know, overcoming underdog kind of story thing. I, I think I was watching a season or something, and I thought, oh, my gosh. It, again, get to the point, right? And I understand that the entire show is about their journey, but it's drawn out Uh, or it's like, okay, so we're going to weigh in today and you are at commercial, right? And then they come back and they repeat the entire segment over for like a minute or two of, we just saw that. I don't need to see that again. And then we're going to get at, and then it cuts to a a background story. And then you're like, just freaking tell me the, uh, make you want to stab your eye with a hot French fry. Yeah. So I skipped to the end and said, okay, how do these people look now? How did it work? Who succeeded? Who didn't? I skipped the entire season and just went, well, I'm not watching that show now. Right. But that's me. I don't like to sit through drama like that. I like to see development and I like to see change. And that goes back to the Stranger Things where it's like cut out some of the fluff that I don't care about. Mm-hmm. wonder if somebody's going to be telling us. So Brian and Night Fox cut out some of the fluff and get to the point. I'll be like, <laughs> that's why some people are, are just more prone to sitting on a beanbag eating Cheetos at midnight. I like Cheetos. Yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Woo! Oh, now we're getting on to video games, oh, eh? Oh, man. Yeah! Speaking of, Oh, wait. Wait. Left for Dead? That was Left for Dead 2. That was Left for Dead 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was my favorite dude in Left for Dead 2. What is his name anyway? Is that Kyle or or, or the Hick? What's his, He's uh, the Hick. Uh, it's not Coach, not Nick. Nick? No, it's not no. Nick. Why can't I think of his name? I don't remember. Oh my gosh. Um, that's the guy I always play. I play the freaking Hick. Yeah, I put a bunch of mods on there where all the zombies turn into stormtroopers. Yep. The tanks turn into Darth Vader. Oh yeah. Uh, all the katanas and the... the yeah, lightsabers. Everything turns into lightsabers. Yeah. What was the... Uh, 
The jockey turns the into jockey Gollum. The jockey turns into Gollum. Yep. Precious, precious yeah. guy. Yeah. Humans is, we want them. We need them. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. It is fantastic. That, see. It, it makes left, the game less scary. Yes. And then you can sit up and play all night long. Left 4 Dead 2 used to affect me because it is a, a kind of a dark game. Very dark. And there are a lot of things in there like the witch and everything is, is kind of creepy. And, and it's funny. At first, you're like, I can do it. I'm a man. And then I'm a man. And then I get in there and I, I think maybe three or four days after playing that game, all of a sudden I'm like looking over my shoulder at night <laughs> and I'm having bad dreams. And I'm like, I'm actually like dealing with fear for no reason at all. I or feel it, it is the weirdest thing. And I thought, dude, I just can't fill my brain with this stuff. But you know what I did when the witch comes out? But there's music that plays when she comes out. She's a maniac. She's a maniac. Yeah, that is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> You see her running yes. and it's playing. She's a maniac. Uh huh. So like every single time that you play this game now, it's hilarious. I love it. I can't put it down. I like that. Dun, 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 and when the tank comes out as Darth Vader and no. then yeah, when you kill him, no. I mean, that's, that's the worst part. Uh, <laughs> when I die, I've got uh, Michael Scott from the office going, no, Oh no, God, no. It's so funny. Uh, so I got a question for you since yeah. we're on the topic of yeah. games. Yeah. What systems did you have? Let's say in the past 20 years, what systems did you have? So should we talk like the first Go for it. gaming Let's, systems yeah. we ever had? Yeah, which by the way, for all of you listening, we love your input and your feedback. Mm-hmm. You give us some, some good advice. We'll talk about it. We'll bring it up and, oh yeah, you know. We always like hearing. Oh, that'd be fun. We could even institute a new thing where, you know, each time somebody sends me an email or whatever and can say, hey, here's the topic of the week. Discuss. You you remember like the I'm getting foot Duran Duran is neither a Duran nor a Duran. Discuss. And then we could just talk about it for half an hour. Mm -hmm. So seriously, bring it. Yeah. Bring it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, My first first. Okay. So you have to understand that, you know, I grew up in the 80s as a child and I, I was I was a young little child little child in the 80s. Me too. I had I three years old. In the a, 80s. Oh, there you go. I had a Commodore 64 that I really didn't understand wow. how to, to use much. Uh, I think I played Centipede on that. And uh, I can't remember the other games I played on that, though. I, there were some other games, but I, I maybe Qbert, I think. Uh, I didn't play Pong, but I, I don't remember. Dig Dug? No, I didn't play those. So that was Frogger. Frogger was one. Oh, yeah. Frogger was go. a big one. I uh, loved Frogger, man. So I had that. And I did learn some very basic programming on it because we kept that thing, I think, well into when I was in high school for fun. And then my grandparents had the ColecoVision. Remember mm-hmm. that thing? Mm-hmm. And the Atari. Yes. And man, those were fun games. Uh, man. <laughs> I love playing E.T. on the Atari. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. So I think, you know, I, I don't have a lot of memories of those games because I was pretty young. But I do remember we had some friends when I lived in Phoenix and I, I love this. Like it's one of those memories where they had the first Nintendo and they were always the early, their kids always, you know, always had the early adopter games and everything. And so of course I was the same age as these kids and we'd go over and we'd play super Mario brothers and the original Zelda. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because in Phoenix, you know, it's 150 degrees outside and we'd go swim and then we'd come in and you know, you're, you're finally cooled off you're in your bathing suit, towel wrapped around. You sit down and play some Nintendo. And Did I just you say 150 degrees. Well, it was about like 110 to 120. You'd be a lot darker than you are. It got up to 124 one day. Wow. That's my first memories of the Nintendo. But man, Zelda. Yeah, the originals. It's so funny to look at the original Zelda and now the, the new Zelda. And you're just kind of like, huh. <laughs> really come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> but the original music, man. Glorious. Yes. Later on. 
We had an Apple two C. <laughs> Remember that thing was like green. Wow. That was a green screen. Yes. And it didn't do. I mean, actually it did a lot, but I didn't know how to do anything on it. We would play this game called like lemonade stand or something like that. Like my parents played it more <laughs> than I did. Um, I just remember saying like, I was like, yeah, we're in the money. I don't know what that was all about. So then I went over to a friend's house and they had an actual PC with VGA graphics and we played King's quest five and I thought this game's amazing. And I kept going home and trying to play that on my Apple IIc. like, well, you can't have that cause you don't have that kind of graphics. Well, why not? I don't get it. Anyway, then we got a 386 and then I, so King's quest five was probably my first, it was my first introduction into the PC gaming realm. Oregon Trail. Oh yeah, that was at school though. Yeah, did you play that? I did that, and uh, you died of dis of, of what was it? Dysentery. Dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, there was another one. It was Escape from Doctor Parnassus. Oh yeah, the island or whatever it was. You're the, the little island boy. Of, I never played that, but I remember that <clears throat> little boy. You have to run around the island, collect like CDs and everything, put it in a kettle. Yep. Because you go to a, uh, a carnival at the beginning. Yeah, that was a fun game. I Monkey found Island. That. Ooh, Monkey Island. Yeah, those were glorious games. I remember playing Monkey Island in uh, was it Deep Star 6. Dude, how do I remember this? This was when I was in high school and I had this little old TV, black and white TV, you know, that I was allowed to have. And Deep Star 6 was on. I don't even remember the dang movie. It just was on. And I don't know why I remember that movie, but it was there. And I was playing Monkey Island and I was trying to learn how to beat the Swordmaster with the insults. Was this uh, Monkey Island that you had to load from the floppy disks? Oh, yeah. Remember those things? <laughs> oh, that was so much Don't fun. put it next to a magnet. <laughs> That's right. You ruin it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember when, uh, you know, you had those, those, those CD-ROM drives. And I'm not kidding. People would say, um, I broke my cup holder in my computer. And I'd be like, what, what cup holder? What? How do you have a <laughs> cup holder? They seriously would put their cups in their CD-ROM drive because they didn't know what else they were. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It broke People. my cup holder. And then uh, you remember Johnny Pistol Shot? Yes. He spilled soda on his keyboard and his S key got stuck. So every time he would write something, there would be like 50 S's behind <laughs> it or in front of the word. <laughs> I was out uh, getting some ice cream with my daughter and they happened to have a Nintendo 64 inside of our, oh, yeah. our little local ice cream parlor Yeah, called Goobers. <laughs> Goobers. That's awesome. Goobers. They had Super Smash Bros. on there. Well, I remember, you know, 13, 14 years old, just geeking out for days on Super Smash Bros. Mm. And and we're sitting there playing, and she's over there whining, Dad, why aren't you letting me win? I was having way too much You're fun. Like, I'm not just, even trying, honey. Oh. <laughs> no, it was so much fun. I mean, we had every every video game console that came out, I think. The NES, the Super NES, Sega Genesis... Sega Dreamcast, Sega CD, the first PlayStation. Man, I remember when we got the first PlayStation. Mortal Kombat. Dude, I still have the first PlayStation sitting in the uh, studio closet. Do you remember Jedi Power Battles? Yes. So I was going to get rid of this thing, and I'm not quite sure if I should or not. Don't. because Yeah. Okay. There is a thing in there where if you point up and you use one of the attack buttons, the Jedi's do this move where it attacks above them, but they spin. They literally twirl. And it was right during Christmas, and the Nutcracker was playing, I think, somewhere else. Now, the like that. You know what I mean? And so we were going, oh, and we're just jumping around. Because, you know, when you're talking, you just kind of jump around with your characters and stuff. 
And it was like, da, 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 da. We're jumping in. And when it goes to that twirl, we did the little twirl with dun, the Jedi's. Dun, 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 dun. And we're going, oh my gosh, <laughs> the Jedi's are doing the nutcracker. I think we should somehow find a way to hook this up to the TV and we should, we should film this. This would be fantastic. Cause it is a beautiful thing, man. That would be fantastic. Oh yeah. The dancing, it's the Jedi ballet. That's what it would be called. How cute. We'll do it. It's, it's precious. I don't think Lucas, uh, Mr. Mr. Lucas would like that. No, he'll probably take it down because you heard uh, the oral knots, by the way, which are amazing. They're, they're YouTubers. You know, they're the guys that did the throne room without the music. Okay. And that exact video. So it is, it's called the throne room minus Williams, i.e. John Williams. Mm-hmm. So it's the throne room. It all it is, is basically the film of it. They have taken the music out. So there's no music at all. And they've redone the voices and the sound effects with their own voices. So it's literally like... Like bad lip reading. Exactly. (laughs) So John Williams or one of his representatives went after them. And uh, I don't know the exact term, but there's a thing where on YouTube you can get advertising revenue. Sure. And so he went after them and there's some kind of a, a legal issue on it that now generate all of their ad revenue now goes to John Williams instead of these guys now because of quote copyright infringement yeah because he needs the money but the music wasn't even playing <laughs> what the heck dude that made me I guess uh, it's because lose they some probably, respect for that man they probably had something to do with altering an original piece but there would was, be my best guess there was no music i know there was but, nothing but it belonged there what if john williams doesn't even know about this what if it's just one of his little lackeys you know his lawyers or you know his team or whatever that just found this and maybe maybe it's some dude who's just totally one of his little goons. Well, maybe it's not even a goon. Maybe it's somebody he hired to say, manage my, my assets and my estate or whatever. And so they're just looking around basically to find ways to make him more money. And John Williams himself doesn't even know about it. Let's believe that that's the case because I want to respect and love John Williams. Cause I do. And I'm going to believe it's some little pencil pushing. All right. We'll take it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go there. That okay. works. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So you've redeemed yourself. Yeah mr williams video games so nintendo 64 going back to this one the only thing i played on that was goldeneye bond oh yeah i didn't have it though loved that game i was terrible at it because that that was the weirdest controller it was like a gun with weird like an octopus yeah i hated that thing three little knobs to grab or whatever yeah i think that was my least favorite controller of all time i never used the d-pad all the way on the left hand side it was the joystick in the middle with the little z button on the back I like the new, uh, you know, the switch is pretty nice. It's just, well, it's cool. So it's got, you know, your, your, it's almost like a, an Xbox essentially. Mm. They're all kind of the same now. They're pretty universal. And then you can pull these things off and you know, you got two controllers. So you got that thing hooked up in here. Don't you? Two and one. Yeah. What's on this, on this little uh, monitor Mm -hmm. that you're on right now. You could be sitting here playing uh, Mario Kart or Zelda right now while we're doing the show, man. Right. What the heck? We could be doing a live review. (laughs) We need a good Twitch channel. That's what we got to do. Yeah. We could just video game and go crazy. Everybody join in on Discord. Let's do it. You know uh, Clueless Gamer? Conan O'Brien? Okay. You ever seen his stuff? Uh, No. Oh, man. So he is the Clueless Gamer. And they he has this friend who's like a super gaming nerd, knows everything about it. And they get on and they chat about it. And they try out different video games. And they try it out Overwatch. And it's usually him and then some famous actor or two, you know, come on. And, and none of them know how to play. And they're just screwing around. It's funny. The Overwatch one was pretty funny. I think the Halo one was my favorite, though. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. We, we should do something similar, but, you know, not the same. Sure. Similar, but different. I like it. All right. So you're watching another TV show right now. You didn't, you didn't tell me about this one. Rick and Morty. Which is also a comic I just found out about. 
Have you ever watched this show? No. <laughs> this is like adult, adult oh, no. over Family Guy or American Dad. Oh, no. But it's hilarious. So it's extremely inappropriate is what you're saying. It's, it, uh, I would never let my kids watch it. No. I think that's why it's on late. I, yeah. watched, I watched the first, my first episode of it last night. I was just, I, I was laughing the whole time. It's hilarious. You should give it a shot. Uh, really though? Is that a, is that a good idea or? Yeah. You Are like, you sure? You like humor. I do love humor. I, yeah. It's, it's got it. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. See what's going on. I mean, it's not dirty enough to where you have to have an HBO subscription for it. Okay, good. Well, that's not what I want. So it's on Cartoon Network. It was kind of funny because I, when we were at free comic book day, everyone's like, I want Rick and Morty. I want Rick and Morty. I'm like, what is what? I've, I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. And apparently it's getting some big, you know, yeah, publicity been, or something like that. It's been around for a little while. And I always thought it was just another one of those stupid cartoon shows. Aren't they all? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're going back towards TV movies, um, which unfortunately I can't watch TV anymore. Oh no. What happened? My TV broke. <sighs> just bought. Well, a little over a year ago, a nice 65 inch 4k ultra high definition TV and now I've got this big old green line that goes right down the center. So I can't watch TV anymore. But I was going to say, we've been kind of back on the hook of Harry Potter. You know, <laughs> I hate it when Stupid things Jawas. like that. You, well, you, need a, you need a job to fix your TV, man. Ooh, very true. Yeah, Harry Potter, though. So so wait, how, are you watching it like on an iPad or something like that or on your computer? Well, no, we were watching it on the big TV. Well, no, I know, but now you're... Now you're, you're now forced I just to watch it on your phone. Went back to like the forty-two inch TV that's been sitting in the basement. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, you know, uh, got to set up real though. close. How, how is it that a sixty-five inch brand? New, I mean, a year-old TV breaks like that. Is it because it was a bad TV to begin with? Is it because you got a lemon? Is it because of a fluke accident? I mean, did you take your lightsaber to it? What What happened? Could it be that it's designed that way? So you to have die to in go a year? buy a new TV. Uh, I well, yes. I know they're designed to die early. Mm-hmm. That's some are not. Some are. That's my conspiracy. Which brand was it? LG. Mm. Life's not good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out $2,000, man. Dude. Oh. So uh, Samsung, I've been reading, is uh, putting out some good stuff right now. I have consumer reports. I do a lot of research on that. So I... Man, that's uh, it's, it's one not going to blow up on me, is it? Like their other phones did. Well, the phones blew up. Their TVs aren't blowing up. Better. I mean, they're probably tracking you. There's probably some hidden devices in here. There's that are, a like, camera watching you. on the top, and they yeah, can I mean, see us right now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Hi. Like, hey, give them a show, man. Come on, give them a show. Hello. That's my theory. You know, if you're like, oh my gosh, everybody's tracking us, then go outside naked, give them a show, go to town, do something crazy. That's funny you say that. That's what Rick and Morty did in that first episode. <laughs> Are you serious? They were abducted by these aliens and they couldn't stand, the aliens couldn't stand oh, nudity. Okay. So if they didn't want to get recorded, they'd be nude and they'd be like, oh no, turn away, don't look. Oh man. See, apparently I think, I, I, I'm a nonconformist. I like this show already. Listen, the new campaign that's going around here. No, <laughs> I I have a problem with that. I have a problem. I with think that. a lot of people do. Yeah, it has gone way too far. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, there's a movement that started and what's it called? Free the what? Uh, free the nipple. Free the nipple. Yes. 
the ladies want to be able to walk around town bare chested. Some because ladies. They got, well, not all, but no. some. There's a small, small, like two or three people. Well, maybe more than that. But And it got passed. <sighs> so now you may, I mean, it's summer. What What their argument is that we want to have equal rights as men. If men can take their shirts off, so can women. Mm-hmm. Well, no offense, but I don't think a man's nipple is quite as special and whatever you want to call it <laughs> as a woman's, if you know what I mean. Sure. And and I know this is like, well, what are you, what are you talking about here? Like to me, that is something that is a much more um, private thing, right? A man like, I take shirt off, big deal. This isn't about equality. This is about a special difference. And so for me, I don't see that as it being as respectful to herself. Like she's not treating herself with respect. Now, maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm completely wrong and maybe it is actually respectful for a woman to take her shirt off and go around naked. But I just personally don't believe that. You know, there's there's many aspects to it. And the other thing, too, it's it's so many people's different views on it. I know. Well, it's endless, really. You can ask one person, they're going to give you com- something completely different from the next person. Well, that's the thing. We have freedom of speech here in America, so it's like we can talk about whatever we want. We can we can have each other's opinions and views, but I don't know. I mean, I, I respectfully, I choose not to talk about some of my own personal views, though. Yeah. Just out of the respect of myself and others. Yeah. There you go. See, I think that's great. So, like, do you feel that in this scenario, passing that law and, and women going around and doing that, I think it's stupid. Okay. <laughs> if you ask me, I, I think it's yeah, dumb. I do too. There's, I, I, there's no point to it. Well, it's like, you know, we've talked about this on the show that I'm, I'm about respecting, loving and valuing the next person. Regardless, we may not agree with each other and that's fine, but there is something to be said about, you know, when I do something that you may not agree with for me to put it in front of you, literally, even in this situation, push it in front of you. That is not respectful of me to do that to you. True. You know what I'm saying? True. Now, because you and I may say, well, I disagree. We have different views. Okay, cool. Let's just leave it there. But if I keep pushing it, pushing it in front of you, mm-hmm. it's not okay. And that's so, what makes people so great is we're not all the same. Uh, I think that's great. But definitely for something like this, I think it's taken a little bit too far. Would you like your kids watching that, looking around and seeing that? No. Yeah. I don't need my daughter running around thinking that she can pull her shirt off. And go strutting around the town. Yeah. That's a problem, man. We'll see. They're talking. I mean, hey, we're podcasters, right? Mike's on pants off. So if they're talking about free in the nipple, <laughs> my pants are on right fl- now. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. No, I would never uh, do that. Come on. Yeah. For everybody listening, the best way for this show to continue onwards and be the best that it can be is for you guys to share this show. From From my understanding here, it's not an easy thing trying to. No. Put something new out there. So the more that you guys can send out some good vibes and and tell your friends and your family about the podcast, tell them to give it a listen. We'd appreciate all ears. Totally. And some good feedback. Well, and we really want it to be an encouragement. And I appreciate, you know, you saying, hey, man, I want to come on and I want to start co-hosting these these fun episodes. You know, the, the anything goes. Flush the format, whatever. Whatever. And I like the fact that we're able to do this Tuesdays and Fridays. We're going to have some good times together. I want this to become, you've said it, a family. Yeah, exactly. You guys are not a community. You're not a community. You're not just listeners. You guys are family, and that's what we want to continue to build. Yeah, it's true, man. Some of the stuff we've had in our Facebook group has been a lot of fun. Yeah, and and that's another one. Guys, hop on that that Facebook. Start sharing some good ideas. Yeah. 
will bring it to the light. Now, if family's a little awkward and you're like, oh gosh, I don't know, it's a little close for me. Think of us like the Yakuza or the Triads, <laughs> um, the KGB. I mean, we're more like that kind of family. You know, if anybody tries to leave, you die. So it's, you know, something like that. Uh, the Mafia. Yeah. The, well, yeah. 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 Does that sound more accurate to family? This the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> if you don't listen to the show and share it, you'll be sleeping with the fishes. That's right. You'll wake up with a horse head <laughs> in, in your, your bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my next gosh. week we'll talk about Brian's feet. And you know what the music means? What? I don't know. It's uh, time to go watch a movie. Cool. I like it. Heck yeah. Thanks for joining us today, Night Fox. Thank, Thank you for having me, as always. I love it. Oh, I love it too, man. All right. Rock your day. RealBrianShow.com. That's where to go to contact us, get in touch. Real Brian and Night Fox signing off. See ya. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514MediaEmpire.com.